Kaka! Kaka! Ahoy! Land ho! There's land over there! Land ho! I don't think that's land. <laughs> this. Oh! It's the Pacific Trash Yeah, I barge. think that's just more water. It's the, a, an amalgamation of plastic bottles from Japan that floated much, over. There's too much water in this ocean. Get, we gotta get some of this water out of Drain here. Drain it down. Fill the lower levels with water. We why need can't to get we this just, water out of the way. Why can't we just go by a uh, covered wagon? Our why journey would have been so wagon? much quicker. Why are we taking yeah. a boat there? This is stupid. Fucking dumb as hell. Mutiny. Based I call mutiny. Wind? Let's mutiny. Dude, I would absolutely mutiny. Have you ever committed I would, mutiny? I have never. Uh, I think mutiny is specific. To the ocean? To, yeah, sailing vessels. You ever been on a skiff? I've been on a skiff. Sure, I have. Have you ever got angry on a skiff? Uh, Yeah, but I never. Not to the point of mutiny. Not where yeah. I was ever thought. Right. Oh. I've never, not one time I've ever been on a boat in the middle of the water and been like, you know what, this sucks. I could do better. We haven't, we've and been out here for four hours and I haven't seen a single whale. <laughs> Let's take this boat over. This is bullshit. Fuck this shit. Paid fucking I paid 45 to see fucking bucks whales. for this. This captain can't do shit. This is garbage. You and me on the Captain Attica. John. I could take over, I think the... you and me could take over a Captain John boat. What if we went out a booze cruise and just fucking mutiny on that? Oh, they'd shoot you, throw you overboard. You think so? Yeah, you gotta go on one of the ones that isn't booze fueled because the captains will drink on those. Oh, yeah, but that's easier to overthrow. Oh, well, then they're quick to reach for their uh, pistol, huh? Yeah, they're angry. Dang it. Mutiny! Mutiny! Ladies and gentlemen, we watched Mutiny on the Bounty. Fuck. Yeah, we might even be able to talk about it this week. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh, God. Uh, oh, no, they do. Sorry they about do. last you week. You admitted it. We don't know what's Mutiny happening. on the bount. I can't say Bountany. it. Mutiny on the bounty. Mounty on in the, the bounty. It's, we got a bounty in the balcony today, folks. This Mutiny is fun. on the bounty. Wordplay's fun. Play the theme song. <laughs> aye, aye. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. And we're back, and we're back, and we're back, and we're back, and we never left. I mean, I left for like a week or two. I was on vacay. You you, you left you the planet Where'd Earth. you go on vacay? Speaking of pirates, I was down in Key West, Florida. How long do you think we've been talking right now? I think we've been going for about three minutes and 22 seconds. Oh, that sounds good. Perfect. So, <laughs> that's the last time you're allowed to check the time code. Folks, uh, we've been having some technical difficulties up in the balcony. It's my goddamn slope. My computer's getting old. It doesn't want to play yeah, Bill's, along. Bill's getting old. He's, the computer's I am getting, getting old. old. I am getting old. We're but I getting think a little older. I think it's a computer, though. All of a sudden, uh, I start talking like this. Yeah, it's you're definitely not having a stroke every week. Some weeks, it definitely is. No, I probably is stroke, am. Though. I probably am. You have a lot of strokes that you don't even notice. They say. 
It's the cigars you don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. Kill you. It's like five Macanudos a day. God damn it, dude. I haven't stopped watching. It's so good. I think you should leave. It's so good. Hey, how was uh, Key West there, big fella? You go down. We had uh, a nice time. You go down to the uh, southernmost point of the continental United States, I believe. Uh, so I, I technically I did. There did you go is to that landmark. Buoy? Did you go to it? Yeah. Oh, get the fuck that out. That buoy. That buoy is not a buoy. It's some kind of a septic system. Oh, really? Yeah. So people go down there and get their honeymoon. This is straight out of uh, key, uh, comedykeywest.com. Go visit our friend Tom Dustin. He's got a great club down there, but he talks about it on stage. Um. That people go get their honeymoon pictures done in front of this. They think it's this the southernmost point. Nah, it's, dude, it's just a big fucking big shit fucking. Silo. Does it does it smell like shit there? On one side of the island for four months of the year, yeah, it fucking. There's something about the seaweed. When you get right when you get off the airport. That side I of the just island. Meant, I just meant at that particular monument. I don't mean the whole island. Once I found out that it was not actually a buoy, it was a you know some sort of a septic system. Lost. I opted to not go. <laughs> Lost complete interest. Like we can stop talking said, oh, about it Oh, that doesn't now. sound good. That sounds bad. Turns out the Grand Canyon is just a giant toilet bowl. Uh, there is one one side of the island though. The seaweed collects, and when it breaks down, it causes this bacteria that just smells fucking wretched. Oh, and it's like the Elton John song. Million dollar condos and shit. That people didn't know about the smell that they bought. And I, love all of a sudden, I love that. I love that. Rules. Take that, you one percent. Yeah. Fucks. They go, hey, come buy this condo and also smell my poop for four months out of the year. You will smell yeah. my poop. You got no you choice. Smell. You will smell my poop. Well, I'm uh, glad you had fun. You know, I did have fun. It's you know, it's a lot. I couldn't keep up with uh, almost anybody down there. That How was a... the uh, temperature while you were down there? Was it nice and cooling? Bill, you know that it wasn't. Sean, I'm leading you into a thing. I went in. We went first day we go. We uh we go over to a hotel that has a pool. Yeah. We go in the pool, and the pool temperature, the water was the same temperature of the air, if not warmer. Oh, I love that. So you never really get to cool off. Nope. It was not refresh. It was nice, nice to be in the water to wipe off the sweat, but yeah, you're still sweating in the pool. Ocean, not much better. And so, sharks in there, so you could potentially die. No, it was a lovely time. I had a great time. Someday I'll go back. Go Maybe back. I'll even Take bring me back. Billy back. Take me back, me back. But go when the weather's uh, cooler. Go, go during Fantasy Fest. Um. Oh, I'm not going during Fantasy Fest. No, I'll be in Tennessee during Fantasy Fest, I think. I think I'm going down to see our friend uh, Blue Ridge Comedy in October. Mr. Sean Connell oh, yeah. his club. That's right. You got uh, you got dates on the book. You yeah. got to start getting ready for that, buddy. You got to start Yeah, I think preparing. I'm just going to do it and then call it quits. I'm going to go down <laughs> well, and see gotta... my friend. Then with me and my wife are going to go to Dollywood, and then I'll never tell a joke again. Oh, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah, well, we got about... Either that, that or I'll about... go out sometime. And now you're calling your shop podcast too? You out on that? Oh no, no. This is all I got. I mean, if you want me to leave, if you think if you want me to leave, oh, I think it just left. What? I know I'm not supposed to check, so I'm not even gonna ask you what time you're at. Seven forty five, Billy. Fuck, dude. All right, go switch to the zoom. We're gonna we well, got, got a backup system going. in place. We got it going. All right. So let's just keep it going. 
We're going to hear my kids are getting home from camp. They're at camp today for the first time. Uh, uh, day camp or a get out of here for a couple of weeks. Me and your mother no, are moving, we and we don't want to tell you about it. Did you say we're grooving? Is that moving. What we're leaving. Oh. We sold the house. We're packing up our goods, and we're out of here. Is that what happened when you went to sleepaway camp? No, my mother died, and my father got drunk. <laughs> do, do, do. That and was then your they Amazon. put all my clothes in the trunk. Bill is an orphan for our new <laughs> listeners. Bill is an orphan. Just for the new ones. The other ones, fuck off if you haven't cared by now. <laughs> no way. I, I've seen an awful, not a lot of sympathy emails coming through. You know what I not mean? Not a lot. Sorry for your loss 27 years ago. Hey, apologies for what happened uh, to your ancestors, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> but they shouldn't have been on our lands. Hey, I know it's quick at cutting through my yard, but. You gotta go around. <laughs> Man, it's stand your ground season over in Whitman, Massachusetts, that's for sure. You would Did no you get one, a chance no one to was... stand your ground down in Florida? I stood on some ground. Uh no, everybody's too relaxed and low key. I didn't yeah. see a single fight. Considering the amount of drunk people that are drunk all day. Yeah. Didn't see any altercation, no arguments. It's a weird, magical place. Hey, the world's healing. The world is healing. Uh, I did go to Judy Bloom's bookstore. That was the only oh, place on the Oh, did you get to island. meet her? She was not. No, she was not working. It was uh, kind of a bummer. I don't even like Judy Bloom. I've never read one of her books. She's been dead for years, right? Signed. Isn't she dead? Nope. She's still alive. Is she, she works at the bookstore. Yeah. She was Who's the other working one? on Who's Sunday. Who's the other one? Who's the one that just Beverly died? Cleary. Beverly Cleary. Beverly Cleary. That's, that's my girl. That's Ramona and Beezus, or is that? Yeah, dog. Ralph on the motorcycle, Ramona and Beezus. We miss you, BC. Uh, balcony, hey, there, God, it's me, Margaret. The... That's Judy Bloom. That's right? Judy Bloom. Right. Yeah. But we dim the lights in the balcony for Beverly Cleary. Hey, we shut Judy them Bloom. off. Judy Bloom, you should be working Saturday mornings, to be honest with you. It's, that's really peak tourist time. I mean, that's when they, they're coming in there to see you, Judy. They're yeah. coming in there to yeah. see you, not Frank, the assistant manager. I bought a copy of Super Fudge for my daughter. Oh, and, then, uh, and you couldn't get it signed because she wasn't even they there. Said, do you, they said, do you want to get it signed? And I go, oh, is it possible? They're like, yeah, she's working tomorrow. When I was like, oh, I'm leaving uh, first thing in the morning. They're like, we can mail it to you. And I was like, I'll just fucking buy the stupid book. Yeah, can you just give me her address? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go get I it mean, I'll go get it. Uh, I'd like to buy her uh, some drinks. Does she like comedy? I'd like to invite yeah. her to my show. How's she do about kissing? Is she good on kissing? <laughs> you okay. Gonna... Uh, no. Wait a minute. Back up. Did you kiss her? I wish I had. Beautiful woman, Judy Bloom. Very talented. We love her. Uh, if you're ever down there, her store is called Books and Books. Only place on the island that required you to wear a mask inside. Dude, why wouldn't you call it Judy Blooks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what she did, to be honest with you. I should have been on that meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the 8th Academy Awards. You How asked did we for get it. to 8? Octogenarians. It's, it's been a long time till I see you again. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. What song is that?
that's the Paul Walker death song from Fast 7. Okay, uh, the 8th Academy Awards, March 5th, 1936. Can you believe this shit? You look like you're tearing up. Did you I'm just get emotional. emotional singing that song? I mean, when he when his car pulls up at the end of F9 and he's not in it. Yeah, because he's dead. But Brian's not. How is he not dead in the movies? It makes no sense at all. I, I everybody's had this talking many about times. it. Everybody's saying. Everybody that I've talked to has said this is First the dumbest all, thing I've ever heard of. I'm the only person you've talked to about yeah, this. Yeah, and you don't 100%. think it's smart. I think it's beautiful. It would have been disrespectful to his memory to kill his character off. This is much better. Yeah, I like how they pretend that Paul Newman's still alive in all his movies. I, are, are there a lot of movies where we're pretending Paul Newman's still alive? What yeah, well, I can't about? handle with his, his death. Cooler hand, Luke, when that comes out in 2025. Right, you, are, you, are a, you, are a, you are a silly, silly, silly boy. Be one Sean, thing I just if it was... threw my microphone on the ground like an like an, no, I, I was hey, angry. I want you to keep I want you to keep recording because your computer eventually is going to fix itself. I don't think it is. What time are you at, Sean? What do you think you're? Don't worry about right it. Three, three, thirteen fifteen. Let's just talk and we'll do this. I got it all planned out, baby. We're gonna have this. It's gonna be sounding right. smooth jazz. Solid as a rock. Solid as a cock. That's what this part is. Eighth Academy Awards, March. That's 5th. what we got, 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 got. Nineteen thirty-six. All kinds of silly things. Uh, Talk about it. <laughs> uh, it was hosted by Frank Capra. He was the head of the Academy Again? at the time. I learned all about that. He it turns out he was the Academy president after. Um, uh, fucking, what was that movie we watched? It happened one night. Remember that? Yeah, not it one happened night, one it, night. It happened one night. What happened? One night it happened. Uh, we You can't this, take it with you the one night it happens. That's in a couple weeks. Different movies. The one you know night it happened, it was a wonderful life, but you can't take it with you. Uh, you want to timestamp that? Just cut it out? No, no, no. I was trying to think of another Frank Capra movie, and I couldn't. Oh, uh, Die <laughs> Hard with a Vengeance. No, Lady for a Day. Lady for a Day we watched. About the Lady for a Day. I remember the lady. Oh, yeah. The 24-hour girl. The lady, the wife, the father. Uh... Lots of nominees. Let's get through them because I watched a ton of these things, and I think you did as well. I watched uh, a few of them at least. And drum roll, please. The nominees. All right, enough of drum solo. No. I said drum roll, not drum solo. That would be so fucking awesome. If you called for a drum roll, a drum roll, please, and some guy starts playing Moby Dick by Led Zeppelin, you're just like, what? This isn't even rhythmic. Is, what is this? That is a hell of a goof. 
Alice Adams, directed by George Stevens. Oh, once again, uh, wife of John Quincy Adams. No, no, do, do not try to recreate any of the gold that we lost <laughs> last week. <laughs> I can assure you, it was trash. Alice Adams, dinghy, uh, kiss my the lower, the lower middle class Adams family, the father and the son are happy to work in a drugstore, but mother and Alice hope to climb the social ladder. The, the when Adams Alice meets family? her dream man, they stage an upscale family dinner, but can they keep up the ruse? Watched it. It's fun. Nice, cute little movie. Not the Adams Real, family, though. Not the Adams family. No, this stars uh, Catherine Hepburn as the oh, titular I love Alice. That lady. Adams. Very young Catherine Hepburn. And uh, her love interest is played by uh, the absent-minded professor himself, Fred McMurray. Frederick McMurray. Good yeah, actor. Big, uh, that guy, big Catherine he had Hepburn some fucking... fella over here. You love Catherine Hepburn. You oh. love Katie Hep. Hi-yo-ho-poop. Get uh, out of Fred the Mc... boat and fill it up with gasoline. And we need One of the... bullets from the bullet farm. What? I watched Mad Max Fury Road this week. Oh, oh, oh! You know what? <laughs> when you're down at Blue Ridge Comedy Club, why don't you pull out your fucking Captain oh. Hepburn as Furiosa riff? Oh. Mother's uh. milk. <laughs> she, uh, Catherine Hepburn as a Morton Joe. Yeah. No, Catherine Hepburn would obviously be Furiosa. Of course, not she's even a, a question. Strong, she's a strong, uh, independent woman. Uh, nice little movie. Fred McMurray. Or that was. Got, I uh, believe death probably stopped most of that from happening. Sure. Fred McMurray. Uh, long career on this fella. He's in Double Indemnity yeah. that we watched Dude, from like he's, the 50s uh, or some shit. Yeah, and he does all the, like, the flubbers and all that shit. Yep. Uh, we've, it's, it's been cool doing uh, this exercise of going back and watching all these old movies because we're learning about all these fucking old actors. And first of all, so many Looney Tunes cartoons now make total sense <laughs> that yeah. never have before. Well, they're just But not a lot of these guys like hang around. Culture. Like William Powell, who's I, I, my number one of the 30s thus far, doesn't really do much past he, that. He dies in like the 40s, right? Didn't he Something die? Like that. Or at least 50s. Like he's been Three gone retires. for. We lost him. We'll talk about it then. We, yeah, we love he probably him. got stabbed in a bar fight again. Allegedly, uh, family. The next nominee, the Broadway Melody of 1936. Didn't see it. Can't make me watch it. Directed by Roy Del Ruth. Here's the here's the official plot synopsis. A bunch of dipshit sing and dance. That's the official plot synopsis? The, yeah, it's fucked up, right? It's pretty strange. Uh, I think it's probably is, accurate as shit, though. Uh, this is only uh, this is the, way better than the Broadway Melody in 1929. Yeah, but not that's even, not even close. That's so in my mind that I wouldn't watch it. I refuse. Uh, it does have a cool, a couple of cool dance numbers with uh, Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. Buddy Ebsen, he dances oh, with yeah. his sister, and uh, he's very good. Those, those are the best. Those are the only dances, good parts. He dances with his sister. Yeah, they were like a vaudeville team. His, uh, his actual Ebsen's. sister or his sister in the yep. movie. No, Buddy and Vilma Ebsen. They were brother right. and sister. He was uh, originally supposed to be the Tin Man, I believe, in Wizard of Oz, right? right? 
and the paint uh, poisoned him to almost to the point of death. Yeah, I think the paint back then probably poisoned everybody, but there were just some people that didn't complain about it. I'm sure yeah, it didn't do good people. things for the Tin Man that actually wound up being the Tin Man. Uh, that dude's from Dorchester, though, so he's already fucked. Yeah, he's you know like, fuck I mean? it. It's either this or I'm fucking working in the four-room of a shipyard. Oh, what am, what am I going to accidentally be able to talk smarter or something over here? What, am I going to fucking weld submarines to fight the Kaiser with? <laughs> Captain Blood, oh. directed by Michael Curtis. Dr. Peter Blood, unjustly convicted of treason and exiled from England, becomes a notorious pirate. Starring Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland. Flynn, what a good film this was, dude. It, this was fucking, this ruled. I kept thinking of this as I, I've watched Mutiny on the Bounty three times now. Uh, like, I watched it a few years ago. I watched it a couple weeks ago when we were originally going to do this. Ooh. And then I watched it today. And it kept, yeah, dude. It's, it's a good fucking movie. But I kept thinking of ripped. that Captain Blood. Well, when I watched Captain Blood, I was like, man, this fucking Mutiny on the Bounty's got its work cut out if it's yeah. going to be the better boat movie because this thing fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, Captain Blood, huge, big old recommendation. Don't watch a Pirates of the Caribbean movie ever again. Watch Captain <laughs> Blood. It's fucking, it's so much better. It's great. Are you saying it's so much better than Mutiny on the Bounty? No, than like a Pirates, of, like a Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean or oh, something. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, to a point, yeah. Like, yeah. Captain Blood is one that I'm going to try to pick up and cuz I'm going to watch that. I want to watch that again. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be one of those uh voodoo sales. Yeah. Sometimes they throw some classics on that thing. They throw a classic on there. You can pick it up for $5 it and says, you do it hey, legally. Hey, and I'm going to own it until they decide I don't. David Copperfield directed by George Kukor. The magician. No, I wish. George Charles Dickens' classic tale of an orphan boy's fight for happiness and the colorful characters who help and hinder him. Uh, we both watched this one, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, this was a good-ass film. I really like this one. Uh, I found it a little dry, but I also couldn't follow the story. Yeah, I liked... Uh... W.C. Fields. W.C. Fields was great. And uh, we're already going to be talking about Charles Lawton a lot this episode, but he was supposed to be that character that W.C. Fields plays. Yeah. And they got through like a week of shooting, and he didn't like it, so he recommended uh, W.C. Fields come in. And then he did. Well, that was and nice was of him. It was very nice of him. I'm W.C. Fields, even. Oh, we got a David Copperfield over oh, here. Oh, Abracadabra, even. Yeah, yeah, he does. He sounds just like Snagglepuss. Exit stage left, even. I may I'm go down at W.C. Fields. Fields. Uh, seals rabbit hole. I thought he was, he's really good in this movie. I enjoyed him. I, I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty good. All right, dude, don't make a fucking federal case out hey, of it. Hey, can I just say what I'm, I am gotta say once without you jumping down my throat about not being able to make a federal case? It's my right as an American. I get to make a federal case about something if I want. All right, make your case. I'd like to make a federal case about it if I could. I don't have the proper paperwork, though, so I'm going to have to wait for that. 
Yeah, you I like those. To uh, I like those uh, fucking orphan tales. You know, I like oh, it when a yeah. boy's down was, on his lock. I like it when he's down on his lock, and there's somebody there that's just like, ah, yeah, sure, I can help you out, kid. Come live with me. Is that what happened? It's been a while since I watched the movie, so I don't. You really dirty rat! I could be thinking of Oliver. I killed your mother and father. You dirty rat! What's Oliver? That's the artful dodger, right? And Fagin sure is. Fagin. Fagin. That's nope. what I said. Well, you know nope. I can't pronounce words. Fa- yeah, but you know what? Fagin. You know what? Maybe maybe on that one, don't don't just just don't try to pronounce it at all because you're right. saying. The first half of the words coming out hard. Yeah, but that's just because I talk like this. Sure. But it's rolling off your tongue a little too easily. You know what I mean? I'll try to say it differently, but Tommy Bagel. The Informer, directed by Johnny Ford. Love Johnny Ford. A former IRA man wants to escape his past in Dublin and start over in America. When the opportunity to collect a reward by turning in his compatriot arises, he accepts. I'd, but can he live with the guilt? Dude, I'll fucking turn you in for 20 quid. Uh, not even a Was it 20 a, quid a or 20 thought. pounds? Or what was it? How much, what did he get? It, it was not a lot. I think it was 20 because he was trying to do it to get two tickets. Him, a ticket to America, him and his, 10 pounds and each, his prostitute right? girlfriend. Yeah. But then he just starts fucking throwing cash around town like... Yeah, and I wouldn't say that she was his girlfriend because she barely liked him. Yeah, it was it was kind of a uh, a taxi driver. It was kind of like is. it was kind of like uh, a prostitute and a John situation that he took. Yeah, I guess I don't know why I'm trying to I'm trying to class <laughs> yeah. it up. She's like, no, I mean? actually, it's like she's a taxi driver. And oh wait, he was he driving the cab. You know, I, I got to rewatch that movie. I don't remember. Good fucking. Is Robert De Niro, the, is he the taxi driver? No, I mean, is, uh, uh, what's his name? Victor McLaglin, right? Uh, that dude's yes. great. He's, he's in The Quiet Man. Uh, another John Ford classic. Uh, he wins uh, Best Actor this year for his role as uh, Jippo. Um, we could talk about this real quick. Uh, the best actor nominees this year are strange. There's three nominees from Mutiny on the Bounty, and then Paul the, Muni from, to, from what movie? Mutiny, Mutiny on the Bounty. On the Bounty paper towel. Uh, Clark Gable, Charles Lawton, and Franchot Tone. Christian uh, Fletcher, Christian Captain Bly, and Byam they get nominated. Victor McLagan from The Informer gets nominated, and then Paul. Uh, Muni gets nominated for Black Fury as a write-in. He's not oh, an official yeah. nominee. Oh yeah, I watched that on uh, on Criterion. They got the Paul Muni collection. Oh, yeah, dude, Paul Muni is the shit. Dude. Yeah, he's great. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about him next week in depth. Um, but uh, Victor McLagan, he wins for the Informer. I think. Good on and you, Vic. This is, this is the last year that they don't do the supporting awards. And I think I think the official reason is because of Mutiny on the Bounty. They wanted to create a separate category so that they could uh, not not run into this situation where they split the votes. Yeah. Or something. Sometimes Who you got to split the votes. Sometimes you, you have to vote. split the votes. 
yeah, when you got uh, you get two aces, you got a you got a split. Hey, black black. We're both aces, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, sure. yeah, sure thing. We're both both aces. Oh, you joker! No. You joker! You the lives joker. of a Bengal lancer, directed by Henry Hathaway. I didn't see this one. No, neither did I. It's the story of a group of British cavalrymen and high-ranking officers desperately trying to defend their stronghold and headquarters uh, at Bengal against rebellious natives during the British Raj. Oh, that sounds like it's not problematic. No, yeah, no. Rebellious natives. These goddamn people that don't want us here in India. Uh, Only interesting thing that I could find, it stars Gary Cooper. That's not that interesting to me. Nope. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to watch this movie, and guess what? Did you didn't? You was it? I didn't even look for it. Was it streaming anywhere? Probably not. Get the fuck out of no. here! Is what I said. Nope. Uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, the by Woody William. Allen sex comedy. That is, I think, a Midsummer. I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? Uh everything you wanted to know about sex, but were afraid to ask. I mean, not. <laughs> Not one word that I say (laughs) could trigger that in the least. Maybe I was thinking about Hannah and her sisters. A Midsummer Night's Dream, directed by William Dieterle and Max Reinhardt. Really directed by Max Reinhardt. It's it's a William Shakespeare play. It's a weird, horny forest fantasy. I did say that, right? Didn't I say sexual romp? Yeah, it is. It is one of his uh, one of the hornier plays from the Bard. Olivia de Havilland, James Cagney, Mickey Rooney are in this. this is, yeah, you're gonna show it to me. A, it's another one of those. It's one of those movies where you watch. Um, it's Shakespeare, right? Are they doing Shakespeare? It's Shakespeare. Yeah, they do all the Shakespeare voices and words and stuff. Dude, how's Cagney so the, doing Shakespeare? I didn't watch it. I don't oh, know. Fuck. But you watch watch the trailer for it. It's worth watching the trailer because it's one of those MGM like big like. Uh, uh, no, it's a Warner Brothers movie, so it's it's got all the stars, and then and they just rattle off a bunch of people, and you're like, holy shit, that's a lot like of people in one movie. Everybody doing one line. Yeah, and you're just like, I've never heard of half of these people, but good for you. Les Miserables by oh, Richard. So miserable. It is so miserable. Richard Bolslowski. An ex-convict who failed to report for parole is relentlessly pursued by an obsessive policeman. Uh, I did watch this. Frederick March and Charles Lawton. Oh. Is uh, this... Uh, it's not a musical. Not a musical. But they, it got no. remade into a musical, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a book by Victor Hugo from, I don't know, the 1800s or some shit. All right. Uh, and then... Uh, They've made a number of movies of it, and then in the '80s they made a musical, which is what everybody knows. Cause so it it's just a it's a drama, hit. right? Yeah, it's good. It's right. you know nothing. I mean, if it's got fancy. Charles Lawton and Frederick March is great. It was on some weird streaming service where I like signed up for like a free trial. That yeah. As soon as the movie was done, I canceled, so I made sure I didn't get billed for it. Um, cause I was like, I don't need whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. 
Um, was that but, like uh, flicks fling or something like that? One of those. Yeah, it was some one of those things where it's like I don't. I've never heard of this thing. There's no yeah. way that this isn't stealing my identity. But I gotta uh, see this movie from 80 years ago. Yeah, only because I like and Charles Lawton. And I don't want to pay 3.99. Uh, he's pretty good in it, Chucky Lot. Yeah, he's great, dude. I've, I mean, I've liked him not? in when is everything I've seen him in. We'll talk about him more in a minute, and then more later. Also, <laughs> guy's in like 17 movies this year. Naughty Marietta, directed by W.S. Van Dyke and Robert oh, Z. Leonard. Oh, so naughty Marietta. A French purse princess in colonial America gets involved with a mercenary. Marietta, you're being, you're being a bad girl, Marietta. If I recall correctly, it was a musical. Hey, Marietta, why don't you grow up? Stop being so naughty. Stop being so fucking naughty. <laughs> Stop, Stop being so naughty, Marietta. You worrying your mother. Stop being naughty. <laughs> you're naughty marietta <laughs> all right i was trying to naughty. teach the kid a lesson you're just being creepy about it go stand in the corner hey, marietta why don't you stop being so naughty right you're in time out sit on the stairs stop being so naughty sean why don't Dad. you stop being so naughty too you're stop looking at marietta face Dad the marietta. wall sean you look at that wall the Ruggles of Red Gap. Oh, it's not by Leo McCary. An English butler is lost in a poker game to an American cattle baron. Starring Charles Lawton. Couldn't find this one streaming. For some reason, the rentals are all like five, six dollars. Yeah. So I didn't. I want to watch this one, but I, I just couldn't get yeah. to it. It'll show up on something at some point, hopefully. But I was willing to rent it because I, you know, you know, I, I got this, I got this boner you for Charles Lawton. You stand Chuck. And I just, I couldn't spend six dollars on this movie and not Own have it. it permanently. Yeah, you know I what I mean. It. It's like <laughs> this fucking. Let's go. I'm the only person that's rented the Ruggles of Red Gap in five years. Let me <laughs> fucking keep it. No, what are you gonna go show it in a theater? <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't use uh, it for commercial purposes. Uh, I wanted to see it because it seems like it's a comedy, and it Charles Lawton doing a comedy, comedy sounds he's pretty like good. A, I think it's like a Mr. Belvedere type thing. He's like a butler that somebody wins yes. in a poker game. Not entirely sure that's how they got Mr. Belvedere, but uh, you can't he like prove moves that they to America or something after, uh, and it's like a whole "Hey, fish out of water" type of deal. Yep. Yeah. That looked really fun. I just didn't get to it. Final nominee. Uh, a Red Gap or Mr. Belvedere? Which one are you talking about? Both. I've never seen an episode of Mr. Belvedere. You've never seen Mr. Belvedere. Belvedere. He taught no. life lessons. I'm too young. Family Ties. That's my speed. Dude, if you're old enough Sha-na-na-na. for Family Ties, you're old enough for... The later years. The later years. Oh, when they had the other baby? No, when Tina Yothers was like a teenager. Yeah, when they had the baby. Once oh, Tina yeah, Yothers yeah, they... wasn't cute anymore, they added the baby. Your words, not mine. Top no, hat. no, NBC's words. <laughs> the cover of TV Guide's yeah, words. They actually said that. What's wrong with Tina Yothers? <laughs> Jesus, puberty did not. Holy fuck. Top hat, directed by Mark Sandrich. Uh, I watched this, and I have no, <laughs> no idea yeah, what it was tr- about. I tried to. I bailed on it. This is the Fred Astaire one? Oh, yes. This is a Fred and Ginger. Yeah. Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. Excellent you know, dancing. You know me like, and Fred got problems. Hit, dude, his head is so fucking skinny. It's really weird. 
Uh, I watched fucking, this. Yeah, this thing is bailing probably. Uh, yeah, stop looking at it. I uh, this one was good. It's it's mistaken identity. It's basically the same plot as any other other things that we've watched so far. The gay divorcee. Where it's just like, oh, he's in love with me, but no, I misunderstood a very simple, yeah, common seems, social cue. It seems to be the very same plot with the same people. Uh, it's the Stare and Ginger dude, Rogers, right? They uh, they bang down, dude. They get some, they get horny in this one. They fucking a gazebo. But that's who not what we're here to talk in about today. Who wasn't right? Who wasn't uh, dropping D in gazebos in the thirties? World 30s. War II on the horizon. You gotta yeah, do something. You know to keep what? Busy. Yeah. You know that uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand is 20-some-odd years in his grave. You're worried 20. about, right? In 1918, World War I, I'm talking now. Sean, tell me what you know about Archduke Franz Ferdinand and make it very specific so I can test you later. I know that. Tangling alliances. Uh, all these countries, they made all sorts of... Uh, it's World War One. We're on the front lines. Uh, uh, some dumb country that doesn't exist anymore was tied into an alliance with thirty other countries. I was and thinking they more like fight with. I was thinking more like what was Franz uh, Ferdinand's favorite ice cream? Do you know? I don't know. Probably like chocolate chip. Are you? I yeah, that's probably right. A lot of people. A lot of people like chocolate chip. I think it's a classic yeah, I mean, flavor. Family Feud. He's gonna have one of the top five answers on the board. We all do. Nobody's going. And if you're going maple walnut, why don't you go fuck off? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry. Got, well, I'm sorry. I forgot I was talking to the most interesting issues. person alive. <laughs> oh, is oh. it maple walnut because you want the whole fucking gallon to yourself? Loser. You fucking, you fucking pig. You know, I ain't eating it. Oh, I like you pistachio because nobody else can have in my it. ice cream. What are you doing? What if me? I have an allergy? Break my tooth on that fucking thing. Uh, Mutiny on the Bounty. Sean, you ever break your teeth on ice cream? Never. All right. Uh, Question asked, question answered. Question answered. We're going to get into this movie right this second. The winner of the ninth Academy Award, I think, right? Or the eighth? Eighth, you said? Yeah. Winner of the eighth. I mean, we do know the winner of the ninth if you want to just give spoilers. Spoiler alert. The Great Ziegfeld. Mutiny on the Bounty, directed by Frank Lloyd. Starring Charles Lawton, Clark Gable, other people. It's the classic tale of a bunch of guys on a boat getting pissed at each other. and What a fucking movie this is. It's about being gang-pressed into service. Like, this movie uh, starts with Clark Gable kidnapping six human beings, and he's the good guy of the movie. Yeah, we're all supposed to cheer him on. Yeah. Now, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. It's the, they can just, uh, under order of the king, they can just go in and you're they in the army. They can just draft yeah. people in just the, take to, the, right, to the Navy. They literally take them right out of the, they're all in a bar. Bar. I pronounce the R for international listeners. Bar. And he just walks in. He's like, we need six guys. The king needs six men. You're leaving for two years. And this guy's, like, got a wife and a newborn baby. I don't want to go, sir. Tough shit. Yeah, it's really, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty strange uh, that they, you would want those guys, like, 
You're just like, I'm. we're going to take our crew and we're going to take them unwilling. Yeah, but That's, I mean, they're the, they're the best workers. Yeah, but it's not, I mean, the U.S. Army does that, dude. You go to jail or you join the Army. That's what they did for a lot of people in World War II. Yeah, well, they should have gone to jail. Yeah. Stand your ground. Yeah, if you stood your ground, you wouldn't have gone to jail. That's for damn sure. I wasn't alive back then. I cannot say it again. It's infuriating that you keep assuming. Oh, I thought you were alive back then. Oh, you know it, bro. Yeah, bro. I, yo, if the army came to try to recruit me, I just I would go because then I just punch the Taliban in the head one time and they'd be dead. At the very least, blind in one eye. We're here. Mutiny on the bounty. Uh, uh, Clark Gable is first officer Fletcher Christian. He's the ship's lieutenant, right? He's second in command, we would assume. Uh, yeah, is it second in command? Yeah. I mean, he's one of the. So Bly is the captain. Captain Bly, played by Charles Lawton. Yeah. And then there's Fletcher and. Uh, and then Byam is the is the third guy yeah, who's, who's kind of just a. And he's only there is to make a Tahitian dictionary. Yeah. Um, and the whole movie is basically Clark Gable pushing back against Charles Lawton because Charles Lawton is, get this, an asshole. Ornery as shit. This fella is. He's one of these. He's one of these guys. He rules with a fucking iron fist. And he'll spank anybody that gets out of line. He doesn't care. He will spank your bare butt, 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 back, and balls. Yep, with a whipple, a whip. Uh, before he's Dude, been on the boat. Dude, they do the cat nine tails, right? Like the, Yes. They're all, like, knotted individually. I mean, he's on the boat. He steps on the boat. They're everybody saying goodbye to their loved ones and all this stuff. They're sailing for two years. To go get rubber plants. Down is that in, what they uh, are? Bread, they call them bread breadfruit trees, or yeah. I th- oh, is that what it was? That's thought, what they call them. And head. then the Tahitians call it like umu. umu. Yeah, they're just getting plants. So they got to sail down there for two years. Everybody's saying goodbye, blah blah. And then Captain Bly comes on, and the party's over. It's time to work. And somebody like does something, and he immediately has the guy whipped to death. They haven't even left the dock. Well, this is the guy that he gets sent. He struck uh, what his captain or something, and then they send him yeah. from boat to boat to get whipped. Each boat oh, gives him two dozen lashes. Yeah. Well, he dies with these guys. <laughs> well, he's dead when he shows up. Oh, yeah. Well, like, that's right. They he's already anyway. dead, and they're like, "Well, you're still got to give him the two dozen lashes." Well, I don't want to get whipped. And that really seems to set the trip off on on a bad start. It's- it's not a great sign. Don't whip the corpse first day. It's not a great sign. Or at least wait until we get into international waters. Um, yeah, then you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever Don't. you want. We could gamble out there. Uh, not on this ship, though. Captain we Bly could would make, have you We could whipped. film porno- We could film pornography on the boat. If the captain's um, not looking. You know, you, you guys brought the gear, right? I mean, not back then. You couldn't film shit. They didn't have cameras. No, you would just watch and then remember it. And just write it down yeah. in detail. We could watch each Sell other's book. A, Sell it as a dirty little book. Oh, you make an engraving. 
That's right. Carve it onto the front of the boat. Yeah, just like, like, uh, a just like a lighthouse. Right. Just a little lighthouse. You found a little uh, little wood mermaid and you just Oh look, I found there. a little lighthouse. Uh, so they they set out on this thing. Uh Byam is this idealistic he's they call him a midshipman. He's like basically like apprenticing on the boat how to be a captain and stuff. Um and at some point he questions Bly, so Bly makes him climb to the top of the mast. Yeah, he questions him like the it. first day, right? And yeah, he sends him up there. And... So during a storm, you know, he says something, and then Bly sends him. He's like, you know, go up there and you stay up there till I tell you you can come down. And then basically, he uh, falls down. He's gonna die. So Clark Gable goes up, grabs him, brings yeah, him down. Yeah, he's actually, then, like, hanging. He's only lashed onto it, like, still holding on. Yeah. So Clark Gable pulls him down, uh, gets him down to the to the doctor down there. They're trying to get him feeling better. Bly looks up, sees that the kid is still is missing, and then insists that they go down, get him, drag him back up there, and tie him to the thing again. This guy's insane. Yeah, he's, he can't uh, have that. He's a real jerk. This this it's fellow. naughty behavior. Hey, at, it's naughty attitude reflect leadership, sir. You know. Um. One time they're working, a guy stops to get water, and then he gets keel hauled. This was my favorite thing that I learned about keel hauling. Yeah. You familiar with this practice, Bill? Yeah, you ever been yeah. keel hauled? That's how you clean the bottom. I've never been keel hauled, but I, I have keel hauled people. I would rather just be shot in the head. Than keel hauled. Well, you don't get the option, and I think that yeah, that's is, true. They I don't really give that choice, is what they? really makes it a punishment because you can't say, you know what? Why don't I just clean the boat instead? You know what's cool about this movie is that it, it like they it bring feels you over. like you scrape the barnacles off the boat with your back or your front, depending upon which pot hits it. Yeah, they basically drown you and turn you into a Brillo pad to clean yeah. off the boat. Yeah, and then if you survive, it's just like, well, you wish you were dead. And if you survive, uh, more barnacles are just going to grow on that boat anyway. So what are we doing, yeah, guys? They're just going to come back. Um. Yeah, but this so this movie has like the feel of like, you ever seen Disney's Treasure Island and any like those kind of movies? It yeah. feels like it felt like it felt very much like it's got like a like a early Warner uh, Disney live action feel to it. Yeah. Except for when you see the corpse getting dragged under the boat and you see some of uh. Clark Gable's nipples. Mm, uh, see him eat a mm. banana at one point. It's uh, it's uh, it's got that old timey feel, but it's kind of a dirty little, uh, dirty little flick. They do some uh, nasty stuff in here. It gets uh, there's definitely, uh, I mean, there's a lot of torture from Bly. He's whipping people to death. He's keel hauling uh, people. At one point, he they take an inventory of all the the food on the the boat, and the guy who's doing the counting notices that there's a hundred pounds of cheese missing yeah two fifty pound wheels are just gone and he's like i don't know where they are so then bly's like well you better find them or you're gonna get your ass kicked right now by me and then some other guy's like captain bly aren't those the cheese that we delivered to your house yeah, we brought them and to your like, house idiot so then they still whip they don't whip that guy they don't whip the snitch yeah they whip the guy who just did the count correctly who noticed the discrepancy? He gets the shit kicked out. Yeah, it's because none of it matters. It's you know, all that matters is that you follow orders, no matter it's how like stupid and 
The uh, damn Metallica. Irresponsible, the orders are. Nothing else matters. So close, no matter how far. I watched that movie while I was. Uh, uh, Couldn't be much and... further from the shore. <laughs> I watched the Metallica uh, therapy documentary over the weekend. Oh, was that was some kind of monster? Yeah, not bad. Did it give you. Uh, did it make you feel like maybe you can handle things better? It made me. It made me think that maybe you and I should go see a therapist. Does it make you up. feel like you could probably handle things better than you've ever handled them before? It made me think that I could definitely take Lars Ulrich in a fight. Oh, dude, he's such a tiny fellow, but his fist moves so fast, dude. Oh, so fast. So fast. Oh uh, yeah, if he had the sticks, you couldn't take him. Not even close. But even his little fist beating your your head or back or legs. I don't think you could take uh, that. I, How's I mean, Harry does, doing he, with the drumming? He's doing a nice job. Can he hit you harder now? How's he hit? Uh, we haven't fist fought since I got home, so we'll have to see. Well, that's got to be coming up. Um, yeah, they just got home from camp, so I think they're going to be all fired up. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if he'll sucker punch me real quick. Please um, sucker punch, Dad. They get down to Tahiti where they're getting all these breadfruit plants. Um. And uh, they basically what they do is they pull into this uh, to the island, and then they like stay there for a couple months. Well, they for, refix, they uh, fix yeah, up for the like ship. Yeah, for like four months or something, right? Guy, the supplies, the the everybody's allowed off the boat except for Clark Gable, who's been being punished for being disobedient. And the king like adopts uh, Bynum. Yep. But what's his? Is that his name? By Bynum. Bynum. He's there. He's. He is friends with the ch the chief is friends with his dad or somebody. He was friends with Captain Cook. Yeah. Right. Who? But he's been expecting Byam to come in, and they take him in. He's like, "No, please, fuck my daughter. Write down our words." Dude, it's insane. He's like, the only word in English my daughter knows is yes. Yeah, and that's what bad. A good, what a good dad. You don't want to. No, you didn't want to. Bad teach dad. Him? No. Also, no okay. means no. Yes means everything. Um, but they go in there and finally, uh, the chief basically has to be like, uh, you guys have to leave unless you let Clark Gable out. Cause I got another daughter that I need to get filled up. Uh, yeah, he just he, gives him away. He's like, Hey, have this daughter now. Clark Gable makes it a sure they have a, you know, shirtless adventures. Uh, they do a little of the old, they show a little bit of uh, nudity, almost, right? I mean, they're clothed, but they're wet. Yeah, ooh, so wet. The bums in uh, the ocean. Yeah, they have a nice, uh, they have a nice time on the island, and then one day they got to go back, and then here it comes. So Bly is continuing to be. Oh, this is what this is what happens. They get the the boat full of these stupid breadfruit plants. And then somebody, some genius goes, oh, uh, we need to water these or they're going to die. <laughs> but we don't have enough water to do that. And so Captain Bly just goes, well, then. No oh, I got an idea. Yeah, we'll just cut rations for no the No water for the men. Uh, they limit the water. And then this, everybody's getting uh, treated like shit. Um 
There's people shackled in irons. They're all in the fucking thing. He's just whipping people all the time. And so they go yeah, to... Yeah, we're talking they go like, to, dude, it's like two years, man. Like, it's been yet, you know. I think the whole thing is, like, the whole length of the movie is like four years or something between... It's wild. Yeah. Yeah, because they eventually when they... So then they... So then the crew, including the little uh, the little fella at the beginning that got press ganged into the thing, who had to leave his wife and daughter. Yeah, that kid who kept crying, and then somebody would be like, "Hey, cheer up!" and he'd be like, "Ha!" Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he, one uh, one of the weirder actors. In yeah, this. I kept thinking it was James Cagney. He does that little kinda... jig too at one point. Yes, he uh, uh, insister in tribute James Cagney on vacation. When they were filming at Catalina Island in California, of course, home of the uh, Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina um, wine mixer. The fucking motherfucking Catalina wine mixer. Is um, that where they filmed the movie? Some of the island stuff and uh, some of the stuff they did film in Tahiti, too, I think. But uh, Cagney was just on vacation. And uh, he was sailing around on his boat and he saw the crew and he said, do you guys get any extra costumes? I could use a couple bucks. And he's he's in the movie somewhere. Oh, really? Yep. Just he's just an extra in playing a sailor on the on the boat. I wish I had known that before I watched it for the third time because I just would have been looking for James Cagney. It says he's clearly visible near the beginning of the movie. So the crew. I mean, then again, then again, everybody looked like James Cagney back then. Yes, that's. The only thing that triggered is that I I remember when the of the gang of guys starting the mutiny. Was that little fella that does the jig that looks like James Cagney? And yeah. I was like, is that James Cagney? No. It's a different guy. But they go to Fletcher. He's he's fed up, too. He approves the mutiny, which is basically... Well, when he comes, when sin. Fletcher comes back on the boat, they take the pearl earrings that the girl gave him for his mother. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's got to go into the pile where... Everything is for the king or queen, except for whatever Blyde takes and whatever the other guys take. Everything that left the boat came from the crown. Everything that comes back to the boat goes to the crown. And that is why, uh, you know, Prince William. That's why we can't have socialism. That, that's why they get that uh, sweet box at the soccer tournament. Oh, uh, God bless because Italia. Because of these pearl earrings. England won. Some soccer game. A lot of the comedians that have been on Taskmaster that I follow on Twitter seem to be upset about it. <laughs> Could not give a shit. Um, yeah. So what they do is they 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 approve the mutiny. They get the guns. They release everybody, and then they take Captain Bly. They take all of the officers who are loyal, like the fucking doctor. And they put him on a boat. Hey, give him the option, though. He's like, you can stay with us or you can go with them. It's up to you. Yeah. But they're all, like, so, like, they're like, no, this is bad. Even by him, who sleep, slept through it for some reason. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be on this. But it's too late. He gets, he gets, he can't get on the boat. So he's got to sail with these guys. Um, But we can't be friends anymore, he says. Yeah. It's like. And then what a, what a, within 10 minutes, they're eating banana shirtless again. Fucking dickless bootlicker. Checking each other's for bugs. Um, so Bly and the crew, they get out. It turns out Captain Bly is like 
maybe the best captain of all time. He's like so good at navigation. He's able to get them to he's no, able to get them no, to survive. No, no, he's the best. Maybe uh, seafarer, captain wise, he sucks. Okay, but I mean, the guy knows his way around a boat. He knows what he's doing. I mean, just on like at a technical level, personality, Although, bedside watch, manner. If you watch when they're on that boat going back and they're rationing the food, and he's like weighing out the bread. And then it gives out the water and the coconut shells. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, everybody go slow. And then he chugs all his water. And then he starts eating his bread. That's just going to make you thirsty, bro. should have eaten yeah, the bread first. Eat the bread first. So a real captain would have known that. Um, but he gets those guys to safety. I can't. What are they, where do they end up landing? Uh, do, they say t- Timor. Is what he says when they're uh, when he sees land. So I don't know if that is a fancy word for land or if that a place. And I really wish I I really wish I googled that before I said that on the podcast. Just pretend I knew that that was a place. I'm almost positive it's a place. Yeah. So but so Bly gets them back to land. The the guys. Clark Gable and the crew of the Bounty, they head back to Tahiti. Uh, Byam's with them. He gets married. Uh, uh, Clark Gable gets married, has a baby. Just living his um, best life. Doesn't even have that silly mustache. No. It, yeah, they made him shave his mustache for some reason. I read on the trivia. He looks good without the mustache. Yeah, by he the looks way. great. Uh, Handsome fella. I, you know, the mustache is fine, but I really prefer him without all right well i'll let him know when i when he comes over for christmas when you do get up the crack open that bring out that pop out that ouija board let's contact him oh i don't need a ouija board you know you uh, know how i can talk to the dead we've discussed that don't even uh charles lawton and uh clark gable did not uh get along great is that uh, uh clark gable at charles lawton's fault I think Charles Lawton, uh, I mean, the the name of the definitive biography of Charles Lawton is called Charles Lawton, colon, a difficult actor. Oh, really? So. I mean, he definitely seems. Very intense. And the character itself was very intense. So maybe, you know. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this right here. Uh, I'm going to read this verbatim because I, th- I genuinely found this interesting. Irving Thalberg, he's the he's the producer of the film. He cast Clark Gable and Charles Lawton together in the hope that they would hate each other, so that their on-screen sparring would be more lifelike. Yeah, he like knew, uh, what about Bob? Exactly. He knew that Clark Gable was a notorious homophobe and would not care for Charles Lawton, who, despite being married to Elsa Lanchester, Lancaster. The, the Bride of Frankenstein, they were married. Charles Lawton is a, a confirmed, uh, was a homosexual. All right. But I don't think, it turns out Clark Gable didn't know that. Tried to bring him to a strip club or a brothel. Charles Lawton took that as like, a, oh, thank you very much. Um, Charles Lawton's this like royally trained Shakespearean actor. Clark Gable's just like a handsome dickhead. So they just did not get along the entire time. Um, and I thought that was good. You can really tell. 
I'm not good at this shit. Listen to Blank Check when they do a fucking mini series. No, I understand. Sean, don't stop, stop telling coming. people to go listen to the other podcast. Tell them that we're doing though. good and that they should just stay here. Oh, here it is. In order to break the ice before shooting, Clark Gable, apparently unaware of co-star Charles Lawton's homosexuality, took him to a brothel. Lawton, Lawton's wife, Elsa Lanchester, always said that Lawton was nevertheless flattered by this gesture. As if, as if to say, oh, he thinks I'm, I'm one of the boys. Yeah, or, just so. bit, or just because he's like, oh, he's trying to be nice to me. I think I honestly I think that's what it is. Um, because he's you know he seems like a fucking intense dude. Uh, yeah, I know, but it's like, come on, you're Clark Gable. We can't get ladies that aren't in a brothel. Can we just go out on the town? Amen. Can to we that. just go to the Catalin fucking Catalina wine mixer? We're already here. Catalina wine mixer, boats and hose. Uh, speaking of boats and hose. While they're on Tahiti, they uh, they spot a British ship approaching. Dude, it is insane to Bly fucking <clears throat> got back into a boat to go find this dude. It's why I mean, respect, dude. It's at this point that I kind of like switch and I go like, <coughs> yeah, I, dude, I kind of admire this guy's determination and pettiness. No, I, he's an some, asshole, dude. He's a fucking asshole. There's some broken part of me that can admire somebody holding this much of a fucking grudge to throw their whole life away in revenge. I mean, I, well, I do see holding a grudge for throwing you into a uh, boat to row your way back across the, the ocean. Right. Well, I thank you very much for that. And I, I'm very happy that you gave me a boat and oars. So I take that as a compliment. You actually did me a nice thing. That was a gift. Dude, you're such a bootlicker. <laughs> Thank you, billionaire, for this boat and this oar. Now, I love your space rocket. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, Byam and Christian are on the island. Byam and some of the other crew members, including the little fella that does the jig, they decide they want to stay and well, get it's not, rescued yeah, they don't have any... and brought back to England. Oh, yeah. When the, yeah, all right. When, when this uh, other boat approaches. takes off, yeah. The rest of the crew, they hop on the bounty, and they're going to go settle a new island. They bring a bunch of Tahitian men and women with them. They leave together. They're going to go get uh, saved. And then Byam goes on board this new boat and discovers that Captain Bly is back. And now he's up for charges on uh, fucking mutiny. And then Clark Gable is gone. They land, they burn the boat, and then we turn into a little little uh, maritime law uh, courtroom. Yeah, drama. they're like, let's just, like, just fucking crash crash the boat and burn like it, season, and then we'll be stuck uh, here for life. Season two of Arrested Development. Maritime law. Doing a little maritime law. Uh, they have the trial. Um, Mock trial with J. Ron Holt. <laughs> Mock trial with J. Ron Holt. Um, they go, they have the thing. I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I watched it. I couldn't, I didn't get back through it all the way a second time. They're in the, the trial. They give the evidence. They find everybody guilty. Yeah. And apparently the, uh, prisoner gets to just question anybody in this trial, right. which is fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't have lawyers. They uh, they do all their own thing, and they end up fucking putting all their feet in their mouth. They all get sentenced to death, except for Byam. He gets pardoned. Well, no, he gets sentenced to death, but then he winds up getting a pardon. But he does his whole uh, he does monologue big, uh, about about Bly and about how right. You know, they just couldn't take it anymore, and about how you how shouldn't be allowed. Yes, that you shouldn't press gang them. Press gang the uh, sailors in the service. It should be voluntary because then they give a shit. Yeah, which is true. Yeah, that is that is how life should be. You shouldn't just whip them to do your shit. Which hey, I agree. Damn it, I agree. Uh, but they do uh, they do that, and then I mean they tell you at the beginning of the movie that this tale they 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 spell it all out in the title card. And then they they claim some bullshit that this improved this because it's a true story. Yeah, that it happened. improved their seafaring relations between the officers and the men. Yeah, and if you had a song that that sings at the beginning and and it's about Britain never never being slaves, which is fun, we'll just make um, everybody else. Boom! I got you, Britain. You've been you've been you're on uh, you're on warning, Britain. Yeah, you're a damn slave to the Italian soccer team. That's for damn sure. Sus- oh, Sean, don't make enemies. You you on notice. Uh, I want to say this. I'm calling my shot. This is the new number one. New number one of all the best winners so far. that we've watched. Yeah, yep. I'd agree. I'd agree. I still, uh, still a big all quiet on the Western Front boy, but. That's my number two, baby. Uh, um, yeah, dude, Charles this, Lawton is fantastic. This is a great, not into great the microphone movie. burpee. Take hey, it back. Hey, look, Apologize. You, you don't, you don't question one second of the sound recording coming from my end of this goddamn record. All, all right, buddy. The Fair amount enough. of work I got ahead of me. Fair enough. I'm burping. I'll take a shit on the microphone. Fair enough. To. Well, that's up to you. I, in it's fact, I would like to see you shit on your microphone. Do <laughs> I, it. Do it. <laughs> Oh, good flick. It's on HBO good Max. Flick. It doesn't, it's not expiring. It's not. Uh, I dude, I'm a, I, I love these boat movies. Dude, I got to tell you, I, like all I've really known Clock Gable from was Gone with the Wind. And that movie is I mean, we'll get into that when we get into it. But <laughs> that's like to see one. him in there. It's, it's a fucking good movie, dude. I really enjoy it. Yeah, and that, a good, uh, uh, Charles Lawton really grew on me. The first time I watched this, I was like, "Dude, I hate this dude," which obviously is supposed to be the point, right? But he He's is just so d- dude when he gets when they finally reach land, and he dude, he's almost got that Henry. What's it, Henry the Eighth? He was or Henry the Fifth? Henry the Eighth. Uh, Henry the Eighth. Yeah, and he has that. He has that gaunt look on him. That's just like. There's the actor coming out just in the eyes, dude. He's like, yeah, dude, he's so good. Fantastic. Um, yeah, this is this is one of the. This is gonna. I think this is gonna stay near the top. I can't. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Forrest Gump knocks it down a notch, but I don't know. Yeah, what do we got uh, next week? Next week, the Ninth Academy Awards. We're watching a film that is. Two hours and fifty minutes long. Call the great, the great Ziegfeld. I believe we're both about halfway through it. 
Yeah, I'm about uh, an hour and change into it right now. Probably about an hour 15, I, hour 20. I've been doing I, it in like 15, 20 minute increments for us the past three so days. so long. I watched about 90 minutes last night. I think it's great. There's there's some definite issues with it. Yeah. And we'll oh, talk about all that. There's some fucking issues with the kid. In a couple of days, friends. Yeah, I feel like this is the part where I would normally go on some... Uh, fucking long-winded soliloquy to end this thing but i honestly i don't even know let's just end it on a time check what does your thing say i'm at uh i'm coming up right as i say it one minute eight one hour eight minutes all right you got about i'm about 10 seconds behind you kid so you figure it out that's not bad all right we'll talk to you next week all right good luck to you listening to this because who fucking knows? See, I, I got another laptop that I dug out, and I'm going to see if I can. You know, you, you hit a button, and it says restore to factory settings. I'm pretty sure I can handle that. I'm not, not entirely sure. But we'll see. All right. Hey, have a sweet life in case you never hear from me again. Bye. Dude, this fucking computer, it, like, lags, and then... Let me stop this. What is this on? This. Yeah, I started it like it's been running like a minute long. I started about a minute before. How do I stop this? Do I just hit the record button?